Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the Prophet is a production of Gingrich 360 and iHeartRadio. So whenever the issue of minimum wage comes up, two opposing sides begin to form, and it's difficult to see eye to eye. Today, I'm going to take a look at a possible compromise that maybe, possibly, could satisfy everyone. Plus, take a look around your home or office. That light switch or that door handle or those window blinds, even down to the paint on your walls. Chances are, it probably came from Home Depot. We'll be talking to one of its co-founders, and I'll tell you right now, he's very much the typical American dream story. I'm David Grosso, and this is Follow the Prophet. You looking to get rich quick? Well, there's plenty of podcasts out there for that. Here on Follow the Profit, we try to deconstruct what's happening in the economy, politically and socially, so that you can use your money to actually help you. And there's probably what's considered a tired phrase at this point. Life is full of many surprises. And for our next guest, this actually checks out. He was born quite a while ago in New Jersey. To Russian Jewish immigrant parents, he wanted to be a doctor. You know, for immigrants, it's usually check a box off, doctor, lawyer, entrepreneur. I guess he picked the entrepreneur box. He picked the entrepreneur box because he couldn't afford the tuition. 
So he helped out his dad, who at the time was a cabinet maker. He had a trade. And after graduating from Rutgers, that's over in New Jersey, with a degree in pharmacy studies. And he worked at two pharmaceutical companies, a local chain of discount stores, and eventually ended up at Handy Dan Home Improvement Center, which I've never heard of, and you probably haven't either. But guess what? Our guest was 49 years old when he was fired by Handy Dan back in 78. And the following year, he and his friends opened up a little hardware store you probably have definitely heard of. And it was a warehouse of hardware items that you could, you know, find anything in one trip. That's not very revolutionary to us as young people, but back then that was a vision that seemed impossible. And that place is, of course, Home Depot, which changed the nature of do-it-yourself renovation and just the whole industry. And its co-founder, Bernie Marcus, joins us today. What's up, Bernie? Well, how are you? Good to see you, David. And I mean good to see you. Thank you for the great introduction, but you're wrong in a couple of things. Can I correct you? Oh, please. We, I love being corrected. Number one, I didn't get into medical school not because I didn't have the money. I didn't get in because I had a quota system against Jews. I was Jewish and they had a 10% quota and nothing over 10%. You could not get into a medical school unless you had a lot of money. And of course, we had no money, so I didn't go to medicine. I didn't work for a pharmaceutical company, but I actually was a pharmacist. And I had a couple of drugstores and didn't fit me, didn't fit my personality. And I ended up, after a long struggle into the home improvement business, getting fired at 49 years of age wasn't a great feeling for me and certainly for not for my family. It had been the first time in my life I'd ever been fired. I made a lot of money for everybody else I ever worked for, but I always worked for people. And I finally decided after 49 years, I've had it. I don't want to work for anybody anymore. I want to be able to control my own destiny. And I had some good friends, Ken Langone, when he heard that I got fired and was a big investor in, in the company that I came from, he said, you've just been hitting the ass with a golden horseshoe because now you can open up that store you've been telling me about. And he said, you, you'll put all Handy City stores out of business and all the other small stores out of business by opening that store and let me help you finance it and get the finances for. And of course, Arthur Blank, who was my CFO, came with me as president of the uh, new establishment. And in a matter of a year and a half or two years, we found the properties in Atlanta, and with the money that Ken Langone raised for us, we were so undercapitalized, we, he could raise $2 million, and we were gonna open four stores with two, I don't know, something like 250 people working for us. That wasn't enough to do it. So this is the first of the time when we said, thank God for America, because I don't believe this could have happened anywhere else. Certainly couldn't have happened in any European country, no country in the Far East, the Middle East, or Russia or any place else, obviously. And now, you know, today Home Depot has 500,000 people working for it, does $130 billion in sales, and is one of the most successful retail companies in America, maybe outside of Walmart. So it's a great story. It's a wonderful story. But if you work hard and you break your back, and you really have a goal, we proved that it could happen. And that's Home Depot. 
Man, you're just a pitching machine. And what what's funny about you, Bernie, is that you immediately get into it, which I imagine wasn't so good when you worked for someone else, but it was really good when you went off on your own. You know, when we, we opened, uh, I remember sitting in Atlanta. We were undercapitalized. We were worried about paying the bills that week and waiting for opening day to be the blockbuster. We had this great double truck ad in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It was the biggest ad. We spent a ton of money, and it was on a Thursday. I remember specifically, and this was going to be the great day because we could pay our bills that week. And guess what happened, David? What, did the merchandise not come in? No, they forgot to run the ad. Oh, oops. <laughs> they never ran the ad. And here we had these people sitting on the floor. We had most of the inventory that we're talking about and no customers. I remember Arthur's uh, wife and my wife, along with some of the other wives, were standing outside ready to give $1 to every customer that came in at the store. There were no customers. They ran down to the highway trying to give the dollars away. It was a shocker. And this is when I found out for the first time, sometimes when you treat people well, rather than being angry and vicious and attacking, I called the publisher of the Land Journal Constitution and I said, look, you probably have put me out of business before we started. And I know you didn't mean it. The ad was left out and I don't know what happened. And I don't know what you could do for me anymore because we may not have a business by this weekend. And he didn't know what to say or what to do. He said, my God, I'm so sorry. Let me make it up to you. And he did. He ran it on the back of the front section for the next 40 weeks. Well, that made up for any mistake that we had. That's probably the best page, the full back page of the first section. Wow. And so not yelling at him, not threatening to sue him. And I'm, I'm, you know, everybody around me said, we'll sue those son of a bitches. And meanwhile, we're going to be out of business and we're not going to have a business. Uh, sometimes you don't understand people are nice and people want to help you and people are concerned about you and you only have to do is maybe express it rather than getting angry which brings me to today's politics the viciousness that i see in today's politics is beyond me it's really vicious can we rewind in time i want to talk about your childhood a little bit because we all know the marquee success but who was bernie before home depot well, you know, I grew up in a very poor neighborhood, lived on a, the fourth floor of a tenement. We didn't have much money, but we had a lot of friends and we had a lot of love in our family. I had two brothers and a sister and my mother and father, neither of which spoke English. They spoke Yiddish in the house. And it wasn't until later when they decided they wanted to become citizens that they learned how to speak English and, and read English. But... I started working at the age of 11, started buying my own clothes at 11 because my brother's clothes didn't fit me. And I was tired of walking around in their shoes with sore feet all the day. And so I decided to get a job and earn my own money. And I think from 11 on, I bought all my own clothes, all my own shoes, and I worked all of my life starting at 11. And there isn't a job that you could think of that I didn't do, David. I cleaned toilets and bathrooms. I was a soda jerker. 
I was at bowling alley. I oh, was uh, Bernie, a, what's a soda jerker? Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. We don't have them anymore, but you, you work at a store and you, you make sodas. Oh, That's, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. You know, like a luncheonette type of thing. Oh, um, oh, so like a Jersey diner type of thing, but there's sodas. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And then I worked, I really worked up the mountains in the Catskill mountains and for the summers and actually made enough money to pay for my own college education. Being by myself and having to deal with things, I didn't have my mother or father around me to advise me. I had to learn how to make my own decisions. I think it was a character builder for me. It meant I had to make uh, decisions that were life important decisions. So what to do with my life, how to handle myself, how to handle myself around people, being a waiter, and then uh, actually working on a stage as a comedian and, a, and an MC. And believe it or not, I did hypnotism. Um, really? Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> David, David, I did hypnotism where I would take 20 people up on a stage and 15 people would be hypnotized. And, but I never made fools of them because I was still hoping to be a doctor and I wanted to be a psychiatrist. So I, I just did great experiments with them, stopping people from smoking. And it's a fascinating part of my life. And it really became who I am today by learning to live and be self-dependent. And we didn't have a safety net in my family. If you didn't succeed, you starved to death. So it was a, the question of always having security and being able to make more and, you know, working hard was a key thing. I mean, I can't think of a, a year or or any period of time in my life when I wasn't putting in 15 hours a day. Some of them, you know, broken up by a lot of fun in between. I mean, because I had a lot of good friends and we did a lot of things, but I, I can't remember a day where I worked where I didn't put those kind of hours in. If there's a real desire to be successful, I had the fire burning in me because of being so poor I wanted to make sure my family was taken care of, that um, I would be able to take care of myself and never have to worry about somebody taking care of us. So that was the thing. And then of course it was the entrepreneurship, which I learned early on and, and the risk taking, because everything was a risk and not being afraid of, but thinking carefully before you took the risk, not just doing it, because I'm not a gambler and I don't put my life on the line hoping to, to strike it rich in one fell swoop. I think it through very carefully and try to come up with the right answer. And so that helped in business later on. But I think the most important thing was uh, early on being a waiter, being a busboy, being a bellhop, taught me how to deal with people. And I think that the people issue is the major issue today. You know, you see a lot of these kids uh, getting rich overnight on the internet. They don't really know how to talk to people. Yeah, we've, we've, we've noticed, Bernie, it affects our ability to, you know, carry out our mandate as a nonprofit because these rules are designed by people who don't understand other people. It's fascinating, isn't it? Or they, or they don't listen or they don't get it. And the other thing is, uh, you said to me before, who are you? You, you, you tell me about early on. I don't forget the poverty and I don't forget how hard my parents worked, and I don't forget 
all the people that helped me along the way. I didn't make this all by myself, but this is what didn't happen in one fell swoop. I didn't get rich overnight. It did, I didn't go in my backyard or my garage and invest something, and two years later, I'm a billionaire. That didn't happen to me. It had to come through hard work, labor, getting along with people, learning how important people were to you, and never forgetting who you were. I never forget how poor I was, and that's why I spend my life today in philanthropy, because I remember those days, and I remember there was nobody there that was willing to help us, and I just want to be one of those people that can now do it. We're going to take a quick break here. Be right back. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. So, Bernie, one of the things I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet is growing up, you faced a lot of, well, you did mention it actually briefly. Being Jewish was kind of a thing back then. Some people still think it is now. How did that affect your ability to thrive back then? Well, you know, it was very difficult. If we go back to those years, and I can go back into the 1970s, most corporations didn't have any Jews. Law firms didn't have any Jews. And this is why it was easy to get into retailing and do those kind of things. Listen, I was called a dirty Jew. I mean, I was a tough kid. Remember, I grew up in a neighborhood, half black and half Jewish. And I grew up fighting for my life almost from the day I came out of my mother's womb. When I was about nine or 10 years old, I ran with a black gang, believe it or not. I was number two in command of a black gang because they were so tired of beating me up that they, <laughs> they decided they needed somebody in there to help them. And I was second man in charge of a black gang. That's, that's part of my life. But anti-Semitism was tough then. It was very blatant. Uh, we had some real bad people out there that were organized 
In the 40s, you had the Nazi Bund in Newark, New Jersey. In fact, Newark was one of their key thresholds. So would you see like swastikas in the street in Newark back then? Yeah, yeah. It was a tough place for Jews. And as I said, most law firms didn't accept Jews, uh, accounting firms, even hospitals. So there were hospitals that didn't have any Jewish doctors working for them. So Jews were forced to force their own way. And it wasn't until Israel came along and suddenly Goliath was beaten by Israel. You know, they were surrounded by, you know, 50 million people that were trying to kill them and they succeeded in, in surviving. So for many Americans, all of a sudden they looked at Jews differently, that they weren't just like the ones that went into the ovens, thousand people with two, two guards guarding them walking into the ovens, that uh, if they were Israelis, they'd, they would have killed the two and then killed the next 20 that came and maybe killed the next 40. It was a case of, you know, it's not gonna happen to us. And that's why Israel today is so important to Jews. I think it should be very important to Jews all over the world, but it should be important to everybody. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit, specifically from an economic angle, right? I know a lot of innovation is coming out of Israel. Why should non-Jews care? I'm not Jewish. Why should I care about Israel? Well, because I probably half the equipment that you're using now originated in Israel. They're geniuses when it comes to IT, when it comes to uh, all the communications. I heard it said that most planes that fly have parts in it that are Jewish. If you look at what they've done in, in medicine, if you look at what they've done in literature, in the arts, in just about everything, the amount of genius that's come out of Israel is way beyond the percentage of people that are there. There are only 8 million people living in Israel, 8 million Jews. And if you look at what they've accomplished in a very short period of time, it, it should be a kind of a model for the rest of the world. I wish that the Arab states would look at that model instead of being angry about it they should adopt it and ask for help so that they could become the same way but instead the hatred is is really the main thing with them of course now we see anti-semitism it's really it's ugly head in the, in the united states we see people in congress who are basically anti-israel anti-semitic representing people in our country i never thought i'd see that again so what happened is that this is a, a thing that went down and now it's coming back up again to a level, and I'm 91 years old, I see it becoming worse every day. We see it on campuses. Uh, this whole woke thing is scares the hell out of me. So let's talk about this from a non-political angle because there's a lot of political content out there. What do you think the scariest thing is for a young person? Like our producer here, Cheyenne, she's just getting started in life. Well, I would say, Cheyenne, that if you lived in the world that I lived in for 90 years, and let's say up until this year, freedom of speech, I think, is the key thing. You say don't be political, but it's hard not to be political. Uh, we don't see people breaking down the walls to get out of the United States. They're breaking down the walls trying to get into the United States. Why do they want to come here? Because they know there's opportunity here. They know that there was free speech there. It's not, free speech is slowly but surely being taken away. And David, I will tell you, if you have an open forum and you're really open, 
Within two years, if things continue the way they're going now, you'll be off the air. Oh, I know. And that's our worst fear every day. And everyone who's listening to this knows that and knows me personally. I'm personally afraid to speak out. And I go to some events now, Bernie, and I'm afraid that I'll get found out by the framing of my question, never mind my opinion. Yeah, well, if that's not frightening to you, I never had that. And I'm an outspoken type of person. And I've been in every kind of place you could ever think of. I've never been afraid of saying what I think. Today, you can't do that. You're attacked as a racist. You don't agree with what they agree with. No matter what you say, no matter what the hell it has to do with, you're a racist. But this is what we're living with now. And I don't see it getting better. I see it getting worse. So what can we do to combat this? Like, I'm seriously concerned about this. This is stuff we talk about at the dinner table. What can we do to stop this? Is it even possible? The way to stop it, David, is to get involved with politics. A lot of people say, well, I can't do anything about it. That's nonsense. Get involved with politics. And, and what you ought to do is try to get your voice heard and get other people around you. You know, the only way to do something is to have other people around you that believe the same thing. You can't do it individually because individually you can be attacked. But as a large group, and you say you came from Cuba, well, my mother did. Cuba, yes, she escaped. Well, she mother, didn't. She didn't. Mother, she came. She didn't. She didn't come. They were. They were basically forced to leave. You know, type of thing. Well, but, your, but your mother knows what she left. Oh, she knows what she left. Oh, she so knows she damn well. So, yeah. Well, then she ought to be. She ought to be organized. She should get other people to get angry and get those people out of Congress who represent your districts and get them out and to get someone to run against them that will not pass these kind of stupid laws that they're trying to pass. That's the only way we could win right now. There's no other way. So big tent politics obviously win, right? So what can we do to attract people who, from all partisan persuasions, to these just very general ideas of free speech, freedom, economic freedom namely? How do we package that for people in a country that's so divided? Well, David, you're doing your part with your TV thing. We're but trying. It's hard, though, Bernie. It's it's tough work. It's a grind well, every day. But, yeah. But you have listeners that are coming to you. You have X number of people that watch you. And hopefully one day out there right now, I mean, somebody who's watching this program will say, you know what? He's right. I got to get involved with this. I can't tell you how many people I know that sit on their asses and don't do anything. I mean nothing. All they do is complain and bitch and moan that it's terrible and I can't believe that they're doing this and you read what they did yesterday and do you read what they have planned tomorrow? And I turn to them and I say, what, what are you doing about this? I know I'm doing everything I possibly can, legally, legally, that I possibly can until they shut me down, which I know they will. Hey, listen, I'm too rich for them to shut down. They can't beat me economically. I can't put my company out of business. I don't have a company anymore. I'm at a Home Depot 20 some odd years. And believe it or not, this year I was on TV earlier last year and they actually called for a boycott of Home Depot because I was on a TV program giving my view that didn't agree to them and they called on a boycott for Home Depot. Well, Home Depot had one of the biggest weeks they ever had. People 
that heard about this got so pissed off that they went in and bought stuff they didn't even need just to show the support. There are people out there, more people are out there that believe this of what we're talking about, the stifling of economics, the stifling of free speech, the stifling of the ability to think for yourself, the attacks if you don't agree. There are people that say, this is, this is not America. This is not the America I know. Well, for God's sake, get off your ass and do something about it. And no matter who you are, you don't have to have my assets to do it, but you have friends. Get your friends together and form groups, and the groups can start doing it because as a group, they can't attack you. It's excellent advice. You're talking about my daily challenge every day, which is I try to navigate living in the world with this mission that I hold very near and dear to my heart, but I'm very likely to be shut down, as you call it. We call it canceled these days. Well, David, I think that somebody is going to come up. There has to be somebody out there who has a lot of money that will say, I'm going to build a set of... Um, uh, yeah, your um, own platforms, your own artificial intelligence, your own way to get to the audience without a middleman that has a different agenda than you do. Yeah, the platform is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And it'll be a great opportunity by this. By the way, entrepreneurship, if there's anybody out there that really has that kind of money, boy, this is what I would do if I were young and had the fight that I have in me now, I would go out and build a farm of platforms and make that investment and be competition. Competition is what knocks the crap out of these people. And it's the only thing they appreciate because it's all in money. Meanwhile, everything that's happening here, the lack of freedom of speech, everything, these guys are getting richer by the day. The, good, the Zuckerbergs of the world, they're getting richer by the day. And people are getting poorer by the day and losing all their freedoms. So, Bernie, are you worried about the world you're leaving behind to us to right here? We have Cheyenne and Scott and myself, you know, we're in our 20s and 30s. You should be in your golden years. Shouldn't you be in like a beach chair or something like I, I, I don't know. Like, isn't that kind of the, the the stereotype we have? Well, look, the big mouths are winning today and the big mouths supported by big money. What you don't realize is how much money is behind all the evil that's happening out there. There's a tremendous amount of money. These people are going to make more money than you could possibly think of. Everything they do has an economic basis. And if they give up the freedom and they take this country and they turn it into what South America is like, what Venezuela is like, uh, what Cuba's like, what China's like, what Russia's like, they don't give a crap about it now. As long as they get money and and get richer and richer. And believe me, they got the yachts to show for it. But why do you care so much, Bernie? You've really put in, I mean, 500,000 people because of you and your esteemed colleagues have jobs. What drives your passion? I remember what I came from. I remember who I was. I remember what life was like. Wouldn't it be great if everybody in America today who wants to work hard, who really has ambition, who has, who's willing to do things honestly and, and break their back, have an opportunity to get where I am today, wouldn't they all want to do that? The answer is that's the American dream. But you know, on so many universities, you can't even use that word today. 
There are universities that have prohibited the word the American dream. Well, that's a lot of crap. That's for the elitists. But that's not for the American people. The American people all want the American dream for them or their families or the kids. They want to see their kids be a success as they grow up. And I know so many cases of, of young people who have turned out to be successful, not the instant millionaire zillionaires that we see, but people who have worked hard all these years have gotten to where they are and they appreciate America. They appreciate, they love this country. They don't hate this country. And when they hear the Star Spangled Banner, uh, chills run up and down my spine. It runs up and down their spine. I know enough of these people. In my mind, they're a plurality, but they're being drowned out by this noisy group that's being supported by the ultra, ultra rich and certainly the ones that control all of the information in this country. And that's Google and those kind of evil people. And they're evil people to me. And their slogan used to be, don't be evil, is the funny thing. So it's actually a complete flip-flop. It's funny you mentioned that. Well, but they are. They are evil. I mean, in my eyes, they are. Anybody who would take away your, your ability to publish a book is evil. I just had a call with somebody today. And what he said to me was, I believe in the Constitution. He said, I think it was a great document. I think that with the amendments of free speech for all, the ability to carry a gun, that all men are created equal. He said, I really believe that. That's the kind of stuff that created my life. That's why I feel at 91, I still have to fight until the day I go down, you know, dying in my grave, that I'm going to still fight for it. I want my grandkids to have the opportunities that I had. I don't know if they want to work as hard as I did, but if they do, they should have the ability to achieve what they want to achieve. Cheyenne, you should have that right. You should be able to make anything out of yourself. By God, I see a lot of people, Cheyenne, that have made it. And it's not as though the world is holding you back anymore. The world is not holding anybody back because you're a woman, because you're a woman of color, or you're Cuban, or you're, you're whatever you are. Uh, you should be able to get to the top based on who you are, not based on what you produce and what you what you mean. And that's not the case anymore. It's not the case anymore. And, and David, the, the last thing I have to say, the, the thing that distresses me even more than anything else is the education system in the United States. Well, let's unpack that, which is student debt, the curriculum that they teach, the ideas that come out of these institutions. Talk about that. Well, no, I just like to talk about simple math, simple English, history, that teaching kids in, in grammar schools up the eighth, eighth, ninth, the great, many of these kids can't add two and two. And, and public schools are, have become a weapon for the teachers union. And we're very much involved with charter schools. And I could tell you that that's not the case in charter schools, where we have a charter school in an urban area with the same population, demographic population. We see these kids read better, they know math faster. If you can't read and write and you can't do math, you can't be successful. Listen, I went to public schools. The public schools were great when I went to school. I learned how to read in school. I learned the math in school. But you can't say that today. Today, the teachers, they don't teach anymore. 
When I grew up, if you misbehaved in class, they threw you out on your ass. Well, today you can attack a teacher and you are forced by law to have that kid back in your class. Now, isn't that stupid, David? Well, you know what's funny? You mentioned charter schools, right? My husband grew up undocumented in Los Angeles and was saved by a charter school, ended up going to Berkeley and Columbia and becoming a world-class scientist. And it's really all thanks to that charter school because Inglewood High School in Los Angeles, which is a notoriously tough school, just simply didn't have the resources nor the, the physical security for him to succeed. So I agree, charter schools are a necessary solution as part of a large marketplace of solutions for education. So I wanna end with something a little bit of a lighter note, your friendship with the guys that you started Home Depot with, Arthur and Ken. What's it like to have two lifelong friends like that? Well, listen, Arthur and I have been together over 40 years. How many marriages last 40 years? They're not many. Has, your, has, has Arthur's friendship outlived your marriage? No, I've been married during that period of time. Arthur, <laughs> by the way, Arthur hasn't, but I, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> But it's true, when we sit together, uh, we talk, you know, we don't see each other. I'm in Florida and he's in Atlanta. He's younger than I am, so we don't move in the same same circles. And, uh, but when we see each other, it's like we left the conversation, left off where we were before. And by the way, I'm a Republican, he's a Democrat. It has nothing to do with our friendship. We're able to sit and talk and have communication and share ideas. Uh, you know, we're together in this Gary Sinise Avalon Fund, taking care of the uh, military who have post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury. That's nothing to do with politics, but it help them. It's, it's helping people. And we work together hand in hand on this, even though we're on opposite ends of politics. Ken Langone, is the guy who saved our lives. We were both fired, Arthur and myself. And Ken, as I say, got the financing for us. Ken is the one that's been our financial advisor all these years and a good, a good friend. He was our rabbi when we got into trouble and he was always there to help us with it. But I could tell you that they're not the only people. I mean, I think of the, of the people that worked at Home Depot. Uh, we started out with about 250 people Thankfully, out of the 250, the ones that stayed with us all became millionaires. We are so proud of that. You have no idea. We've, we've produced, I think, the number is somewhere between four to 10,000 millionaires of people, wow. that worked at, uh, people that worked at Home Depot because we never took any options. We gave all the stock we had what we had as investors, original investors. The rest of the options, we always took care of everybody at work for us. So all these people got wealthy. And uh, Ken and I, my, and Arthur and myself, were able to sit back and say, we gave them a piece of the action. And they were working for themselves, not just working for us. But they were the best people I've ever been around in my life. I've never met entrepreneurs. I never met people who worked as hard as I did uh, that actually put in the time I did uh, because they knew they owned, a, they owned a piece of this company, no matter how small it was. And um, our friendship continues today. I see Kenny uh, every once in a while. He's in New York. Uh, and again, the friendships go on and on. Uh, all of us, I'm happy to say, are very 
involved with philanthropy. One of the things that Arthur and I did at Home Depot was make sure that we gave back to the communities. It started with Arthur and myself with the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, if you remember that, that was a terrible thing. I was in fifth grade, Bernie. I remember it you clearly. Were, yeah. So I remember calling one of the stores. We had two stores in Oklahoma City. And I remember calling one of the managers and I couldn't get him. And I was worried about people that had relatives or they themselves were at the, at the bomb site. I called the second manager. He wasn't there. And I said, what is going on? This is a, a catastrophe in that community. And the two managers are not there. And I was really angry. I said, as soon as they come in, you have them call me. Well, they came in and they called me. And the first manager said, oh, Bernie, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this. You're probably going to fire me. But I heard about the bombing. I came to the store. I opened the store. I have a truck of my own. I filled it up with all the equipment I could find, tarpaulins, generators, tools for the rescue workers. And I filled the truck up and I went to the scene. The second manager did the same thing without talking to the first manager. They both did and they came back and they said, you know, you're in the fires. We don't even know how much we took out of the store. It was, you know, obviously there's almost like stealing money. And they both became uh, top executives in the company but they taught us how to give back to the community, how important it was. And that became the philosophy of Home Depot. So at any time there's a hurricane or there's flooding or there's fires, Home Depot associates are out there, not only giving their time and energy, but the company is making enormous contributions to everything. If there's a hurricane coming in, they empty the stores out of generators, to get to that area so these people have generators in that area and so that that has continued and and author myself and and kenny have continued in our own per personal life i mean as you see author join me on this uh, uh gary sinise valera fund uh kenny uh has rebuilt the, the nyu langone center i'm a patient bernie <laughs> i go to nyu langone yeah it's great yeah. Yeah, you know, all of us believe in, and, and we're we're all going to die broke, I hope, because we're all going to give our money away while we're alive. And uh, you know, we don't we don't believe in uh, you know there are a lot of high flying things that you could do with your life. We just don't believe in it. So we're all involved. Uh, Author has his charities. I have mine. Kenny has his. But we're all collectively. I think Home Depot. That little thing that started in 1979, I don't know how many millions or billions of dollars now, billions, I have to talk about billions, have gone back to society because of the success of Home Depot. We're going to take a quick break here. Be right back. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. So mankind has always been broken down into two groups, employer and employee. And the first one believes he is paying the other well, while the latter probably thinks he or she isn't getting paid enough. And that disparity has played out again and again for centuries. But really, it was back in the 1800s when silk workers over in beautiful France went on strike that the minimum wage first appeared. And during the Great Depression, really, the battle was huge over minimum wage. The government wanted to help people out. Companies said that wasn't really any of their business. And in 1938, the year my abuela was born, my grandma, the Fair Labor Standards Act was passed. And it stipulated a federal minimum wage of, get this, a quarter an hour. And throughout the years, it's gone up and up and up and up. And each time there was an epic battle as to if we should raise it, how much it should be. And fast forward to today, the magic number is $15, $15 an hour. So why do we hear so many arguments against raising this amount? Are these people blatantly just anti-working class? You know, is this nasty? Is this a yet another hot-button political debate? And the conversations on each side dehumanize the people on the other side. And, you know, we get into crazy town quickly. And why don't we just talk about a compromise? I'm not going to sit here and say people don't deserve a raise because I think if you're working hard, you deserve a raise. Let's talk about solutions instead of arguing with each other. Giant companies should pay the $15 minimum wage, while small mom-and-pop businesses, maybe not. Okay, so let's unpack this. Plenty of evidence supports raising the minimum wage, so let's put on our liberal hat, right? Inflation, cost of living, interest rates, or debt, or many other challenges, come on. No one can live off of minimum wage. There's not one single U.S. state where someone making minimum wage can afford to rent a two-bedroom home. And really, people are rent burdened. They dump half their salary into rent, leaving little money for everything else. So if we did the $15 an hour, the number of people in poverty could fall by nearly a million in a decade. That's a lot of people. A million people is enormous. And paying living wages to people helps them be more productive and happy and healthier and, you know, etc. But let's talk about the problem. So in a world of infinite resources, this all sounds wonderful and rainbows and butterflies, as Adam Levine would say. But let's talk about Corona time, right? Mom and pop, not Amazon, not Google, not Facebook, not Target, not Walmart, not all these behemoths. You're not one of them. You've had a really rough year. And really, if the federal government comes up with a $15 minimum wage, guess what's going to happen? They're just literally not going to survive. They're already failing. How are they supposed to pay more for labor when, you know, really even pre-pandemic, our statistics are old. We haven't figured out the disaster that is now. 20% of small businesses fail within the first year. So 
entrepreneurs have already have a really uphill battle. And if we throw more costs on them, we just might render them completely unprofitable. In fact, there's a statistical correlation with raising the minimum wage. Uh, our guest mentioned that, you know, we'd have way more than a million jobs. We don't know how many. We can pretty be certain about one million, possibly up to two or even more. Who knows? This is an estimate. And, you know, economists again and again have discovered that the working poor are always hit hardest by job losses. So we need to reframe this debate. How do we take care of the working classes? They deserve the best. They're Americans. They're humans, just like you and me. But how do we do that without choking out small business entrepreneurship? Is there any room for compromise? Do we have to scream at each other? We always hear how well our prominent companies are doing. Well, turn on, you know, any of the business channels, Amazon, Walmart, Target, Facebook, Google, you know, all the big trusts. They're doing great. They're doing better than ever. They're doing much better than we are doing, right? So 45 of the most valuable publicly traded U.S. companies turned to profit. Wow. So they're able to, you know, pay $15 an hour. In fact, Amazon is pro $15 an hour. So why are we squabbling with each other? Give people a $15 an hour minimum wage for big companies. Small companies right now can't afford it. Put them on a plan. Give us time. Small businesses, exactly like my parents over here in Kissimmee, Florida, you do a minimum wage, and I don't know if they're going to make it. Let's try a trial run with giant companies. They'd be helping out the middle class. They'd be helping out working Americans. And in the meantime, small businesses could get a chance to rebuild. And ultimately, we can test this out before we double down on all of this at once during a time when the economy is pretty weak. So thanks to all of you for joining me as we follow the profit. And I'd like to thank, you know, my favorite person, Bernie Marcus, the co-founder of Home Depot. You know, Bernie is real. He's going to tell you how it is. And he told us exactly how he developed the iconic brand. And, you know, he wants to die broke. That's pretty inspiring. I hope I could be that great someday, too. And a shout out to our team of producers, Emiliano Limon over in San Diego, California, Scott Hantler over in New York City, Cheyenne Reed also in the same place, and, of course, our executive producers, you might know his name, Newt Gingrich, and, of course, her is right-hand woman, Debbie Myers. I'm your host, David Grasso. If you're enjoying the show, give us five stars. We read those reviews. We want to hear from you, and we want to know what we can do better and learn really what the show should be about. Follow the Profit is a production of Gingrich 360 and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All opinions expressed by David Grasso and his guests on the show are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Gingrich 360 or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by David Grasso on this podcast, television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by David Grasso as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. David Grasso's opinions are based upon information he considers reliable but neither Gingrich Productions nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. David Grasso, Gingrich Productions, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on this website. David Grasso's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of David Grasso's compensation from Gingrich Productions is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither David Grasso nor Gingrich 360 guarantees any specific outcome or profit. 
you should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this website or on the show. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or on the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must take an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned on this website or on the show. Before acting on information on this website or on the show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.